0: Life is hard when you don't know who you are. It's harder when you don't know what you are. My love carries a death sentence. I was lost for years, searching while hiding, only to find that I belong to a world hidden from humans. I won't hide anymore. I will live the life I
1: choose. You're listening to episode 20 of Fadeless, a podcast devoted to the Showcase Network supernatural series Lost Girl, now also appearing on Sci Fi. My name's Dave, and as always, I'm here with Wayne. Danielle's here in the studio with us, and this is uh, take two. Uh, it's one of those technical difficulty days, so we're just going to give an abbreviated uh, version of what we just went through over the last 20 minutes, which actually you guys will probably be happy that you don't have to suffer through. So, uh, what are you watching, Danielle?
0: I'm watching Once Upon a Time and on TV real time as Wayne would call it and Jericho <laughs> on Netflix.
1: Oh, that's awesome. And and you know, the, I, do you know that uh, Netflix is looking into bringing it back? And you know, which would be pretty cool. Of course, uh it's a show that broke my heart and probably Wayne's heart cuz I, I never watched it. Oh, I you never watched it? Never,
2: no. Wow. I wasn't I know, never got never right? watched. Jericho.
1: You know, the whole post apocalyptic right. and really good yeah and yeah anyway so what about you uh just last night
2: finally got to see the amazing spider-man the the new one not the you know the the not not even the original right but the uh, toby Maguire one the andrew garfield i guess was the kid's name so uh he was really good as peter parker and it was interesting kind of twist is a little different you know, the same basic origin story type Spider-Man thing, but uh, it was a little bit of a twist, and he was a different type of Pierre Parker, a little bit more outgoing, a little bit more rebellious and everything. But uh, it was, yeah, very enjoyable, cool action. Um, so is it better than Tobey Maguire? I don't know. I kind of like Tobey Maguire one a little bit better still, but uh, I liked it.
1: All right. Well, the one thing that I would certainly recommend you guys watching is Blood and Chrome, which uh, interesting approach in that uh, um, you know after Caprica's not cutting it on uh, sci-fi and and what, by not cutting it, I mean it certainly was an excellent show. Right? You saw the whole thing, right? Caprica. Which one? Caprica. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, but it just didn't generate the numbers. Um, so it's it's you know I I hope it's not the final attempt to revisit the Battlestar Universe, but you know, it's William Adama is a young man. They're releasing it online in these little 12-minute chunks. And so far they've released, uh, and, and they're doing actually 24 minutes. It's like two 12-minute ones at a time, about once a week. So, so far there's uh, there have been four. It's really good. Yeah, I think
2: tonight I might actually go and, and watch it finally. I just been kind of backed up. Uh, you know, I'm so busy watching Spider-Man that uh, I don't have time to <laughs> for Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> Well, yeah, Caprica was awesome, man. That was like, you know, I just... Again, I understand it's a business. You got to make money. You got to get the numbers. But for crying out loud, man, just... They, they they just need to produce these shows on the CW.
1: Yeah, and, you know... True. And so far they are and you know... All right, well, anyway, why don't we do a little bit of news and uh, in shows that I guess this would fall under the no surprise. And, you know, Wayne and I did preview the pilot on uh, the podcast, but ABC's pulled the plug on two new fall series, Last Resort. Oh, which, don't say it in so, Dave. Say it which in Which I so. have no idea what Last Resort is, but 666 Park Avenue. Ah. Uh, oh, they
0: did cut that one?
1: Yeah. yeah. Now they're going to- they, Mercifully. They're going to give it its 13 episodes, and, and a lot of times they don't, you know, they just, they don't even show the last few episodes, but they're going to, you know, run that. And, and it had high hopes because Terry O'Quinn from Lost and- Sure, but then they started writing it, and the high hopes <laughs> diminished. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's because Once Upon filming. a Time
0: came first, and Once Upon a Time, and then people were like, "It's ready for bedtime."
1: Yeah, and that's you know, again, it's you know, as you as you hang around in this life long enough and watch enough TV, it, it's you know, they say what uh, um, emulating something is the sincerest form of flattery, but you know,
2: I think we, did it come on right after Once? Was that?
1: Yeah. So, yeah, so probably the people, you know, like, watch Once Upon a Time,
2: uh, tune in for the first five minutes, realize the show sucked, and then went it. <laughs> exactly. Right. If, now, if it came this, on this, before... This is, this is one case where it's, yeah, like, I, we always complain about shows, but we complain about good shows that get axed, you know, and, and this was not a good show. Sorry, Terry O'Quinn. Terry was... He was great. He was great, yeah. He was great. Nothing against Terry O'Quinn.
1: is nothing on him and completely on everybody else. Yep, he was like evil John Locke, so... uh all right. Now, I- I'd never heard of this, but it certainly sounds interesting and, and probably more interesting to Wayne than you because it's really not interesting to me that much. But it's called The Strain. Uh, Guillermo del Toro.
2: Who, okay. Yeah, uh, he did
1: the third Harry Potter movie. Okay. Bam. <laughs> wow. <laughs> is-, is there anything he doesn't know? I know. God. Well, that, well, that's the best of He that. must be hell to live with. <laughs> right?
0: He's like so a I wasteland am. of...
1: Of of waste. Random knowledge. (laughs) Well, anyway, so he, he, you know, this was his first novel, and apparently there have been three since then, and now, you know, it's in, uh, it looks like they're going to create a TV show based on, you know, the strain as source material. And, you know, what he was telling MTV Geek uh, that it's going to be brutal. Okay. We're going to be restrained about how much human gore we can show, but we'll be pretty brutal. If you read the novels and you read the comic, they're very, very harrowing human dynamics in the three books. Uh, because the vampires in the books, the first people they want to kill are the people they love. So it's going to be pretty hardcore. So, uh, you know, doing a little bit of research, it's kind of a, I don't want to say a new take on vampires, but certainly a different take on vampires. And
2: it might have to be because, you know, I'm pretty down on vampire You're stuff.
0: vampired out?
1: Overall. Yeah. <laughs>
2: well,
0: <Vamp-ed I'll>... out? <laughs> I
1: know Dave's not. I'll. But... I'll... <laughs> I'll get you on that in a few minutes. So this is
2: like maybe, I think you think there's like zombie people and vampire people, and never the twain shall meet, you know? Right. Like, cause you're like totally in like all these stupid vampire things, and I'm in like the cool zombie things. Yeah. And so, I like it that? <laughs> <laughs> that, All right. Uh, now. But you don't watch The Walking Dead, so it, you can't, you are not a real zombie fan. If oh. you don't watch The Walking Dead, you are not in the club, sister. I'm sorry. I am
0: dead to you?
2: Yep. You okay. can't. Wow.
0: Man. Have
2: all you right. seen Sean the Dead? Ah, no i you haven't heard, seen it see, i know I oh my gosh i you know I what i'm hear... not as
0: well versed in media as you it. are wayne
2: 28 days later you seen that one yes okay at least they you like got throw
0: up blood ew i yeah. can't handle it when they puke in movies yeah. i just don't do that
2: do you watch 28 weeks later the next one
0: that one's icky that one's yeah. worse
2: that, that oh, i loaned it to someone
0: that was worse yeah
2: oh it was yeah but worse and better you know, yeah
0: like, yeah
1: all right, okay. well anyway, in, in marketing <laughs> uh, in, in marketing 101, uh, apparently Paramount is going to uh, air the first 9 minutes from the new Star Trek, Star Trek Into Darkness, JJ Abrams, uh-huh. before The Hobbit an Unexpected Journey in about 500 IMAX theaters. So, you know, I'm not sure exactly what the purpose is. I mean, the, you know, the, I don't think the uh, Paramount's going to have to worry about people coming to see a J.J. Abrams Star Trek movie. Uh, I mean, he's certainly got a track record on that, but uh, that's supposed to open December 14th, and uh, that should be interesting.
2: uh, That that movie's going to be good. And as we said before... Benedict Cumberbatch is the baddie on that one. This guy How plays Sherlock.
0: Do you remember all of these names? <laughs> I'm blown away. Well,
2: because, you know, like I a, can't a even black... remember
0: like the middle name of people I know.
2: <laughs> yeah, but if you, you see a name like Benedict Cumberbatch, I mean, it's just a name that kind of sticks with you, doesn't it? You're probably going to remember it tomorrow. You're going to be, you, only, you won't makes even me know. it.
0: Th- it makes me think of uh, <laughs> uh, Frumius Bandersnatch. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah.
1: All right. Now, Deborah you mentioned Rocky. Revolution earlier. I did. Um, but did, we, well, did I mention it in this timeline? I, Yeah, I don't think you mentioned it in (laughs) this timeline. (laughs) Well, anyway, uh, for the first time in almost 10 years, NBC won the November sweeps. And uh, of the big four networks, they were really the only ones that increased their numbers. And a lot of it's due to Sunday Night Football and uh, The Voice, which...
0: Oh my gosh, my dad loves that. My dad!
1: You know, there was one Saturday where they were running (gasps) them, and I guess both... Uh, both of us were too lazy to grab the remote and change it. So we saw about two or three episodes back to back. Seriously? And, yeah.
2: Like, I know. Because
1: you couldn't get to the remote. But you have to understand. You watched three like, hours of the <laughs> voice. You, you got to understand. You, you know, I mean, you guys come over, you know, we chit chat in the kitchen a little bit and then we come up here. But if you, you know, were the fly on the wall watching us watch TV. We're watching TV. We each have a laptop on our laps. Okay. So, it's, well, I'll have to pick the laptop off my lap and get, so.
0: I'm really comfortable. My spot is warm. I yeah, understand. So, I do. Uh,
1: but anyway, uh, but really, I think revolution is a big part of the, you know, NBC resurgence. And, you know, they're, they're doing pretty good numbers. They're just hovering a little above 7 million. But who I wanted to talk about. Uh, Tracy Spiridakos, mm-hmm. okay, right? Uh, the leaker. You, you don't watch Revolution, right? She's, no, she, I have so no she's, idea you know, she's the teenager, you know, I mean, think sort of like Katniss Everdeen without the training. So she's oh. had to learn all this on the fly. And, you know, it, it's, well, she's not even close to Katniss yet. She just dresses like her. Well, yeah, I understand, I understand <laughs> she that. Has no,
2: she has very little in the way of actual skills, but she's like, she she has her uncle well, is
1: like. Well, she didn't miss with her. the crossbow last night. True that, but that was a pretty easy <laughs> shot. She did get well. She, a she shot, didn't miss with the crossbow while the gun quicker, was pointed at her, and she did get nicked. But yeah. anyway, but, you know why? She, why you know? just say as a side note, why do people like always like
2: announce their presence when they're about to shoot someone? Like, hey, you know, like just shoot them. No, you know, like don't give the bad guy time yeah. to turn around and aim his gun at you. Just freaking shoot him, and then you can
1: stand there and say, "Hey, that was me who shot." All me. right. Well, I, br- I, I just bring her Dead up. Man. I bring her up. This is kind of my little prediction. We can come back up, but you know, like Anna Torv and Fringe. I mean, I really feel that once Fringe is is finished in in the next few weeks, that her career might really explode. Um, you know, she's. Oh, look, she's got the looks, but she's she's got the acting chops. I mean, you, sure, and, and that's evident. And I, I this Tracy Spiridakis is obviously much younger than Anna Torf, but you know, I can really see her, you know, because this is really the, her first.
2: Right. You haven't seen the Pacific, have you? No, like, HBO, is she in that? Yeah, oh. she gets all naked. No, she oh, must be pretty my young. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> she, the uh, she, she has, she plays a, an actress, P A C I F got it <laughs> there's uh um the uh the the, the guy he's the, the big war hero i can't john, john oh yeah i can't remember but the, yeah the oh guy who gosh. he was at uh at guadalcanal he's a big war hero and then the marines ask him and this is like you know a real dude um they ask him to come back to the states and and he ends up having sex with his actress played by anna torv
0: wow. oh gets all
1: naked gotcha.
2: oh i thought you were talking about tracy Spiridakis.
1: So no, 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 no no anna she Torf. must have be been Torf. underage at that yeah, time no, oh. no no tracy okay I, uh,
2: tra- yeah tra- i'm I, yeah, I I feel I I you know I think they she's not like really like even though they kind of dolled her up last that one episode you know when she went to try and kill the guy right, right. still you look at her and it's like almost like a little sister type yeah, of thing sure. you know I don't I don't think of her like that man
1: oh, all right that's creepy okay all right well anyway and, and finally <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm there's, that much of a pervert there's there's <laughs> always time much. I have standards all right okay well there's always time for Kristen Stewart news <laughs> oh. so. Uh, in a uh, recent appearance on. Face. <laughs> <laughs>
0: One face. One face, Kristen. In,
1: in, and this is probably somewhat apropos for what we're going to talk about uh, later tonight, but uh, she recently appeared on tonight's show with Jay Leno to discuss Breaking Dawn, surprise, surprise. And she revealed, you know, some, you know, personal details. And no, not about Robert Pattinson, although I guess you could argue that. This does have something to do with, uh, but she enjoys picking up sex toys while shopping. Nice, and uh, mentions See, that she bought she's a clear. Just trying to drum up some ratings. <laughs> she bought a clear plastic mask. She bought it all. She said, and we'll leave it at that. All right, um, so that there are no, <laughs> so that there are no negative comments coming from. All right, and perhaps look, and perhaps the most important news that we've got to uh, sure to mention mask tonight.
0: Mask. Yeah.
2: i miss that am i am i naive
0: or something no i don't i'm not picking up what he's putting down either on that one i don't think (laughs) i want to though (laughs) (laughs) okay
2: we still gotta work with this guy
1: (laughs) Uh, lost girl season three premiere yay uh now it's going to air on sunday january 6th at 9 p.m on the showcase network in canada and then the u.s premiere will be on monday January fourteenth at nine
0: p.m. Oh, I thought it was going to be way later.
1: Yeah, so uh, you know, now we had, you know, they they had said for a while January, and we had speculated, you know, we're, we're, uh, whether or not we were going to have enough time to get all these episodes from season two in, and we finally, you know, realized no, it's we not, won't, not a chance. But uh, yeah, so that'll be interesting. Um, so the U.S. will have to wait eight days, but you know,
2: no, yeah, you, you think
1: about that. Though. Why? Why would they do that? Well, I would think just to give uh, showcase the exclusivity that you know it's airing here first and well, and to give
2: people a chance to pirate it and and get it out there eight days so no one not that no one but you know i mean that's less people potentially watching sci-fi because you know they're putting it out there that's i mean that seems silly to me
1: well i agree but you know i guess that's standard Whatever. operating procedure now yeah, and yeah. and yeah, you know they
2: just what? get touchy sometimes about the relationship with the states too they probably just yeah, you know, there's a little few times when they get to have a leg up on us, so maybe that's it. I don't
1: right. know. So we should just invade a. them. Hey. <laughs> <right. Yeah. laughs> um, all right. Anyway. Worked for us uh, before, I guess. <laughs> all right. So you got any news or?
2: Um, well, I did before, but, you know, like you got erased, so. Oh. Well, do, should we do it this time or go through sure. the people who, sci-fi people? I'll, I'll be quicker this time. Okay. Okay. So just as, because I really never have anything to contribute in the news part I try to feel important. So I come up with things. (laughs) I just noticed that, uh, you know, if you watch sci-fi fantasy, supernatural shows, you realize that there's kind of this, there's like a pool of actors and a lot of them pop up in a bunch of different, uh, shows. And we were talking about this with, um, uh, who's the lady from continuum that you, you interviewed, uh, yeah. It's not like you interviewed a lot of people from Continuum. Uh, Lexa Doyle. Lexa Doyle. No, right. Okay. How she's in like a, a bunch oh, right, of other right, stuff, right. you know, and everything. Um, so here are some people that lately I've noticed, I've been seeing on, on shows I've been watching. And saying, oh, I remember hey, that's a dude from this and that's a dude from that. So uh, number one is uh, David Morrissey. And no, he's not uh, half of the Smiths. He is the guy who played the next doctor in. Uh, The next doctor. Okay. He was the... Do you know who the Smiths are? Okay. No. Neither do Uh, I.
0: You know what? What?
2: Oh, come on, people. Big Mouth Strikes Again? Girlfriend in a coma? Really? Mm, No. No. Big Mouth. All right. Wait. (laughs) All right. Well, now I'm depressed, but, and I'm going to have to make you guys, obviously, some mixtapes of the smiths because they're awesome and i can't believe you don't know who they are did
0: you really just say mixtape yeah yes (laughs) you totally just dated yourself (laughs) i'll put it on a cassette too so you have to find a way to play and i'll put it in my walkman
2: (laughs) uh yeah we finally moved my my stereo that i've had since like ninth grade my wife finally made me take it down to the basement and put it down there. So that, but it's so funny because no sooner was it down there than my my kids like put like were cranking Green Day on it and everything. So I'm like, oh, at least it's getting good usage, you know? Like they're down there playing video games and cranking CDs Basket on case. my stereo and listening to Crosby, Stills, and Nash. With their mood rings, <laughs> all right. So anyway, so David Morrissey was on, but so obviously the, the that's not the recent thing I'm talking about. David Morrissey is the governor on Walking Dead, and uh, so there's that connection there. Um, there are a couple. Revolution is huge because they are pulling in people because uh, Eric Kripke, the guy who created Revolution, is a guy who created Supernatural too. So there's a lot of crossover. Between and then also they have JJ Abrams. So there's a lot of crossover between Supernatural, Fringe, and and all the other shows that JJ Abrams has done and in Revolution. So there's if you if you're a fan of either of those, you're gonna see tons of people. Um, you know, we've we've seen uh the the dude, uh I can't remember the actor's name, but he played he was on Lost, he played Jacob on Lost he was he played the devil on supernatural and then he played what was his name jason on revolution he, he had a role in revolution uh, and then there's a kid uh, in the children's crusade episode of revolution um, who I, I saw him he looked familiar and then i realized oh that's the he's a kid who played uh dean Winchester when they show flashbacks of dean not dean sam played sam young sam Winchester and uh so when they show flashbacks of their of their lives this kid always played young Sam, which they haven't done that in a couple seasons, obviously, because this kid is no longer physically able to play young Sam. You could play Sam around seventeen or eighteen, but you think Sam around seventeen or eighteen is gonna kinda of look like Sam does now. So, you know, they don't need this kid anymore. So um so we got that one. We got uh last episode, our man Reed Diamond.
1: Oh from Dollhouse. From, from Dollhouse, oh. right? Mr was it Mr or something? Yeah I know, Yeah. Mr. Dominic, Mr. Dominic, yes. yes. Nice way to call. It. Good All call right. on that one, Dave. Yes. Um, the quintessential good guy who's really a bad guy. Yeah,
2: and that's like Reed Diamond is like great at that. Is playing like the role of uh, he. He seems like he might be a good guy, or he's like a you know like. And we say in Revolution that the same guy who starts off. It looks seems like a good guy. Turns out it'd be a complete a hole. And that's, that's like kind of the Reed Diamond like archetype you know like he, that's the type of role he plays almost every time and he's he's awesome at it you know um but reed diamond to me will always be detective mike kellerman from homicide life on the street um that's when uh probably it was one of his first acting jobs uh at least you know big time acting jobs and and i just loved homicide that was still still is one of my favorite shows and uh and his character was just like that. He was a guy, Mike Kellerman was, he was kind of, he was, sometimes he's a good guy, sometimes he's a complete jerk. And I was always so disappointed when he was bad, he was a jerk. i you know, I'm just like, come on, Mikey. Just once, um, be good. <laughs> yeah. And he was actually partners with, uh, on the show, his character was partners with uh, Meldrick Lewis, who was Clark Johnson, who's the guy who directed last week's episode of Lost Girl that we talked about. So a bunch of tie-ins there. And uh, the the last one for Revolution is the guy who plays Bass Monroe. It just hit me, and I actually might be wrong because I didn't really check this. I just made this list, like kind of coming before coming over here. But the guy who plays Bass Monroe in Revolution. I'm pretty sure is a guy who was the lead on the ill fated and very bad show, The Cape. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, I remember it. I didn't watch it. Yeah.
2: Well, you were lucky cause I waste, I, I think it was only like three or four episodes and I only made it through two of them before I realized that this show is so, so terribly bad that, uh, that I can't, it was unwatchable beyond that, uh, and you are correct. I thought, yeah. See, I yes. thought so. Okay, um, which is good because you would think after being in such a horrible show that he might be blacklisted from any acting <laughs> jobs ever again. But it, it wasn't his fault. He was he was pretty good. at it. He he did a fine job acting. It's just it was everything else about the show was just terrible. Um, so uh, so yeah. So there's that. And so those are the revolution ones. Uh, we got three people in Arrow who are. Veterans of the other science fiction, we got uh, the guy who plays Oliver's stepdad. It is played Doctor Moon in the uh, the Science in the Library uh, episodes of uh, of Doctor Who in season four. Um, we've got your guy uh, Travis? Travis. Oh, Roger Cross. Roger Cross yep. who played Travis in Continuum mm-hmm. uh, is obviously, as we said, there was some ambiguity there about whether he really had been killed or not because right. Lexa Doik's character takes him into a room, and then you hear a shot, but you don't—you know—it's black. You don't right. see anything, so we don't know what happened. But apparently, he's going to be dead because he's on Arrow now. He's got—he's uh, on every week, so right. you know, um, so he's got a regular gig there. And then, uh, and then John Barrowman, of course, is the big one. The you know, yep. uh, on on Arrow is, All right. And last but not least, the second lady of Supernatural, Amanda Tapping their second yeah, second lady of sci, science fiction i mean is uh, amanda tapping who has we last episode we saw for briefly at the very end a, a glimpse of her but apparently going to be a recurring role on supernatural
1: and i will maintain my conspicuous silence over that comment so you know you, know, you haven't been privy to we've we've been arguing over <laughs> who deserves the title of first lady of sci-fi oh. and uh so much so that that uh, Michael has even picked it up on the uh, other podcast, and and he's been doing a little blog about, and he's got a little poll going over who deserves to be the first lady of sci. Cy- I think he's mocking us actually. <laughs> Could uh, be, but uh, Summer Glau is uh, Wayne's choice, and and a fine choice she is, but
0: but I don't think you she disagree. has the. Well,
1: I mean, I I think she one day will. You know as as he watches more of Sarah Connor Chronicles, he's
2: starting to agree with me more. And when he's finished, he he will probably be completely in agreement with me. And he may be right. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna edit that part out though. <laughs> so. so So yeah, that's it. That's my uh, little list of uh, and your you know, kind of sci fi. Yeah, I am all you're about a listmaker. List. Um I, I am kind of a listmaker. My wife is a big listmaker. My when I see my wife sit down with a pad of paper and a pencil, I run the other direction. <laughs>
0: Because it the, might be a honey-do list. It
2: is mostly, usually a honey-do list, yeah. <laughs> God, am I lucky. <laughs> yeah?
1: No. You don't get those? You don't no, get those no, assignments? Oh. I'm telling you, we were in this house six years. I finally called the the blinds people to come in and, you know, you know, and then I started with, all right, I'll tell you what. I'll get them in the garage, I'll get them in my office, and I'll get them in her walk-in closet, okay? And if you hate them... No harm, no foul. You have a and, window in your closet? She has a window in her closet? Yeah,
0: actually, I was thinking, my brain went there, too. I was like, oh, my actually, gosh. Actually,
1: they're, they're, her, her closet's as big as this room. What? Oh, M.G. Yeah. Um, oh. I know. Anyway. My closet's not even as big as a closet. I know. My closet <laughs> doesn't
0: actually allow my husband to put any clothes in there, and he has to put his clothes in his office closet. Yeah. And then there's well,
1: that's, that. That's how mine is. But, <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, so yeah, I don't get the lists. But uh, yeah, there are two windows in there. Um,
0: my list all end up half finished. I have a yeah. window seat that's just a skeleton right now. It's just wood. I think I might, every time he comes home, I might sit inside of the unfinished window seat. So then he feels really sorry for me. <laughs> and he wants to finish it because I'm like, oh, I'm reading a book in my unfinished window seat. Oh, Maybe.
1: Uh, her brothers were over at our old house one day. We're sitting around drinking beer. And one of them sitting in my recliner. He's looking up at the ceiling. and He just goes... Is there a reason your ceiling's two different colors? <laughs> the, only that I just never finished painting it. <laughs> All right, so why don't we get into the episode, uh, episode six of season two? It's better to burn out than fade away.
2: It's better to burn out than to fade away when you're into the blue and out of the black. You probably
1: got that wrong. A little Neil young. I, It's okay. I, it was beautiful. And I was gonna say it comes <laughs> on. Hey
2: hey, <laughs> my my. <laughs> Rock and roll will never die.
1: <laughs> I was going to say this comes on the <laughs> heels of a really strong episode, but uh, after uh, you know one that we were lukewarm about. But uh, yeah, anyway, we uh,
2: lukewarm about last one.
1: No, last. I'm the saying two, uh, two uh, episodes ago. Right, two we episodes lukewarm. ago. Last week, was last really one was strong. pretty good. This one,
0: awesome.
1: Yeah, you know all, um, that, you know me. Yeah, now.
0: Yeah, the girl scene. I can figure that yeah. one out.
1: Well. Perf. that.
2: That's,
0: don't, no, no, don't even try to hide it. No,
2: actually, <laughs> it's because of the Vex and Morgan, who are my two favorite characters. I if
0: don't buy it. you listened
2: to the podcast, you I don't it. buy it. <laughs>
0: okay. I still don't buy it.
2: That scene was good. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> that was a nice little treat there.
1: But <laughs> they had me at Vex.
0: They had me at Vex.
1: Well, I mean, again, what didn't this episode have? I mean, even the first scene where the three of them, Bo, Kenzie, and Lauren, are around telling prom stories. Which, oh yeah, which was pretty funny. Yeah, well, Lauren was telling the problem right. story. Bo was pretending to listen. Kenzie, Kenzie was getting looked annoyed. annoyed.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, how many times do you think they had to do that shoot before she got that piece of pizza down her cleavage?
1: Uh, yeah. But
2: cool. I, I was, how many times they had to shoot that scene? You know, Can you imagine like actually trying that. Oh, we missed. Let's reshoot. Up, oh, dude. You know, that's like. She had a there? really
0: greasy chest at the end of that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah so i mean the the director is uh, a gail harvey a girl i say maybe is a or actually could be a guy i'm saying just saying uh writing with steve cochran you didn't give me the opportunity to say that because i was singing
1: (laughs) but beautifully uh, i might add (laughs) but i mean it kind of set the stage i mean you know uh highlights for you on this episode i mean what
0: well we were talking about i mean though he creeped me out the eye was probably oh. the best part, just because, I mean, and I was telling Wayne that he actually made me think of like a warped Yoda, like a really warped Yoda. He just, he, he was really creepy, but I couldn't help but laugh at him. He yeah. was probably.
1: And, and Hale, it's like, oh, you know, it's like, you know, she's like, you know, I need your police expertise. How do I find somebody that can't be found? Oh, you need the eye.
0: <laughs> I love, and I love Kenzie's response. Does he have any relation to the schnoz? Yeah. I like that. <laughs>
2: But you, you you almost wonder, like, how often they could have used the eye in the past couple episodes, right? Oh, yeah. They got a guy like that. Like, how many times were they looking for something? It's just, how come they just couldn't go to the eye? Like, where was this guy before?
0: And I was a little worried about him at first because Hale says, he goes, oh, you know, like, oh, I'm not going with you. He goes, I already got this suit dry cleaned. And I was like, <laughs> what happens after he tells something? Yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah,
2: like
1: you're expecting kind of projectile vomiting. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, like
0: yeah, that, yeah, that he gets really excited about it. I don't know. Mm.
1: Well, then the, I liked his payment, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, I can't see. and 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 even better was then after, you know, she gives him the little peck on the lips, uh and uh, you know, uh, does he say then like the nectar of the gods or so, something know, something like that, along yeah. those lines, but uh yeah, that was definitely pretty memorable. Um uh, also that line there where um you know, he
2: says, let me see if I can find it. Uh um,
0: bother <laughs> winnie the pooh
3: <laughs>
1: well even before that while you're looking it up you know when when they're in the bar and and she's got the the Headache. you know the terrible hangover and uh you know he does his siren thing and and uh it's like wow my headache's gone will you marry me yeah. it's like no you drink too much <laughs> so
0: i like um, that part that yeah you part with her kenzie's my favorite yeah, impartial. and, I,
2: and I, the, the big sunglasses, I, as I said before, I, I, I like when she wears the big sunglasses and everything. But so, yeah, the eye goes, you know, might I interest you ladies into some shared libations? And Kenzie goes, buddy, we're not into that.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, So Uh-oh. that
1: was pretty funny. All right. Well, anyway, you know, I mean, back to the opening scene, though, for a second, it, it kind of set the stage. You know, I start, we always talk about what the episode's about and, you know, to a large extent, power and control. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, Vex thinks that uh, the Morgan's trying to, you know, get over on him. Um, you know, Kenzie's worried that Lauren's, you know, exerting a certain, you know, level of control over Bo. Uh, you know, then, then the whole thing with, uh, you know, the Ash and Lauren and...
2: It's all power plays, definitely for sure. Yeah. We see a lot mm-hmm. of them. You know. And I thought it was interesting, especially the Dark Fae. Uh, well, I mean, we know they're pretty distrustful. We know the Morgan fairly well. We know Vex very well. So um to see how quickly they kind of turn on each other, but then you
1: know how quickly they reconcile at the end as well. Yeah. Um the other, the line though I I want to make sure we got in though, you know, the you know, Kenzie's worried about how the Ash is going to perceive them harboring Lauren. And 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 at first, you know, when she says, you know, hey, I want a word with you in private, uh, although I think it's something more condescending than that, that she actually says. But she pulls her in there and it's like, you know, that's what it's really about. So mm-hmm. that, you know, hey, this involves me too. And, you know, uh, and then, honey, I liked it so much better when I was the mom. You were never the yeah, mom. Yeah, the mom. exactly. You know, <laughs> and, and that, uh, you know, it, it's almost... Comical that Bo thinks that she was the mom,
2: but I think sometimes she is. Like in the the Baba Yaga episode, I think Bo was yeah, the mom but, there. You know, yeah. yeah, but not often, right? Yeah, exactly. True. But true. to never say never, right? right? It's right. Not that she's never been. She's been the mom a couple of times, right? So, all right.
1: Anyway, we know you like the Morgan, mm-hmm. so oh my god, <laughs> I, mean, I just I like because she's a uh, obviously I like her a
2: very superficial. Male chauvinist, well, not chauvinist pig, just it's. I know I'm not proud that on the one hand, I like her just because she's very attractive, but on the other hand, she's a just a kick ass bad guy,
1: I, you she's know. And I love her voice, you know, just the yeah. quality of her voice. And you know, it's like it's an accent, but it's not an accent. And and you know, that
2: well, it just has that kind of aristocratic type accent, you know, like this the the TV version of the North American
1: rich person. Well, when your name's Ebony. Yeah. You know, Ebony. Florette, at first, I was Marquee. thinking,
0: I was like, is that Ebony? And then I was like, no, she's saying Ebony. That's yeah. a new one for me. And now me. I did.
1: typed Ebony the
2: first time. Yeah. And, and Well, I started writing out Ebony and I was like, I think she said Ebony because yeah. she says it twice, you know, right then when we first hear the name. So, you know, I paused it and, you know, looked it up. And, right. and it of course got me did. to thinking, you know,
1: <laughs> you know, what's her power? Well, we, you know, we do learn her power, right? She's the muse. evil muse. Uh, right. But what's the ashes' power? Have we ever?
0: No, that's a good point. And I, I don't, don't think know. we ever being knew. A
1: complete jerk. And I don't think we like, ever yeah. knew about the previous Ash either, did we? No,
2: Not th- no, we didn't. So no. being cool was his power.
1: Uh, yeah, that,
2: that. <laughs> and his voice, True that. and his oh, clothes, yeah, and yeah, everything.
0: Yeah, personifies cool.
2: We used to like me and my buddies, you know, kind of made up like if we were superheroes what our supernatural powers would be and you know one of my buddies was the ability to watch long hours of television at a time and you know so, so once you guys got married play, you stopped uh, doing that to play video games for excessive amounts of time would be my superpower and, you know like so
1: oh. all right well uh <laughs> all right well anyway I- interesting episode because uh y- you know the uh We've got Jason, this painter that's painting these murals all over town that are depicting uh, events that are taking place. I guess it's all dark Faye, right? It's not really any light Fay
0: involved. I don't think so. Yeah, uh, it's
1: all, involved, it's all right? dark, yeah. And, and these... The old scorpion guy.
0: Wait, yeah, he creeped me out. Yeah. Well, oh, add that to your list of creepy things.
1: Yeah. yeah, Old men.
0: Well,
2: I think it goes without saying that someone who has a scorpion tail sticking out of their rear... I was rear thinking old man. Be, I was oh, going to oh, say he, old man. Because you, right.
0: you don't see the scorpion tail right. until it's like, whoa, yeah. Wait, well, he's,
2: yeah, old people are on the list already. Oh, that's right.
0: As yeah. we will old everything. When we get the
2: American Horror Story. We'll
1: oh, yeah. So, so we see that... Uh, anyway, the first painting is uh, an image of Vex killing a vampire. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, that was the name. guy where put his hand down the garbage disposal. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, but uh, let <laughs> f- forget- Wayne check his notes, not forget his name. But the other interesting thing, you know, that that when he goes to meet with the Morgan, you know, he's pretty forward, I mean, he's pretty uh, in her face, oh, and yeah. uh, you know, a, a lot like Bo is with the Ash, except even at a different level. So, you know, that was uh, you know, that was pretty interesting. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, I like
0: how the Morgan doesn't really have any. I- The fact that she really doesn't have any compunction for stuff that she does, and that especially, I love that she tells Bo she's in love with, what is the guy's name?
1: Jason. 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 She
0: tells him she's in love with him, and then later on, Bo finds out that she's not in love with him, and she was like, oh, sweetheart, I only told you that because (laughs) I knew to get a bleeding heart like you to do it, I'd have to tell you that. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) just... (laughs) Well, and
1: even at the end, when, when, you know, we find out that, uh, you know, she wasn't, trying exactly. to bring vex down and the two of them were like oh okay uh, and, right,
0: and, whatever and just right, carried on <laughs> and carry on
1: right so yeah the thing is first of all Siegfried was the name of the guy who, okay. who got
2: his hand chopped up i knew so love- with an s but like did anyone like really even buy like when she said when the morgan said you know i love him like, i did the first time what? Man, I-, I was i was possibly, like me may-
0: maybe i raised an eyebrow but i i wanted to believe that she could be
2: Right. I, but I just, you know, knowing like Good. what she's like as a character and knowing how she plays people, I, it's what she's done every time we've seen her so far, you know, I didn't really buy, I'm, I, I like wrote my notes, like, I'm not really buying this, you know. Bo certainly shouldn't have.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, did you, me. now, did you guess? I mean, had you figured out who it was? I mean, no. Did I, you? No. Peg. Bef- it's Bianca, right? That's yeah, her name? Bianca. Bianca. Yeah. yeah the,
2: before, I I, I I did before, it was, revealed but just i don't know if i certainly was really suspicious when she leads Bo to the elevator yeah and she says how she used to be an artist just because it's that's like the cliche right you got the kind of the the underling who isn't really satisfied but you know like it reveals that kind of in in you know kind of subtle ways um but then once they uh you, know, you then we realize that. Well, it's we know it's not vex because why yeah. would vex have her hunting Jason if he was the one? Right, and he seems genuinely concerned. Yeah, exactly. Right. I
0: never thought he was yeah. like because no, I, no. I mean he's usually pretty open about whether or not he's doing something. I mean he's usually not as deceptive. Right, he's usually right. pretty no, he's forward. Not at Yeah, all. he's yeah. just very forward about what he wants. And yeah, I didn't, I never thought that he was the.
2: So I, I mean, certainly when. Kenzie puts a picture together, then I'm like, well, it's clearly neither of them. So that really only left Bianca at that point. And, and did you is,
0: feel any sympathy for her?
2: No. Yeah, not really.
1: Nah. Because Bo it,
0: does, like Bo does at the end sure. there. She's like, you know, seriously? Like, you have no heart at well, all. Well, I
1: think, you know, she's still kind of relatively new to the Fae world. And she sees, you know, all these manipulations going on, which is kind of ironic because obviously in the real world, manipulation goes oh, yeah. on. We just
0: don't have powers. (laughs) Right.
1: Um, But, you know, again, I think it just goes back to, you know, her naivety that, Mm -hmm. you know. Or even her naivete. Yes. (sighs) Such a
0: turd. (laughs) I'll edit that out, too. Um,
1: I was surprised that she, you know, and again, she was probably just saying this, you know, when she says that, well, I wasn't very good you know a, as a painter so she yeah. did me a favor and you know got me on this career and and
0: she obviously didn't buy that right
1: and you know I guess the interesting thing is doesn't she say her what was her power her power is convincing people
0: yeah so why like getting she, inside of their heads why doesn't she
1: just convince people that my art's good yeah give me money
0: yeah. <laughs> exactly why,
2: why does she need an agent to yeah do that? you'd think someone with a power like that would have no problems kind of doing things on her own but
0: She was really pretty too. If we're gonna go back to that. I mean she was She's all right. Yeah. She was like subtly pretty. She's all right, yeah.
2: (laughs) She had nice cheekbones.
0: Really? That's like the same thing as saying she has a nice personality, Wayne. She did have a nice personality as well. (laughs) Until you find out that she's like at the root of everything.
2: (laughs) Well, Yeah. Say, the things we say, yeah. well, I, mean, I won't say anything anymore. Obviously I, I just I, I say yes, dear. And, and... Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, mean, I can't tell you how many this. times
1: that, that, uh, I get called over to look at, uh, a girl on the, uh, the laptop and like, you know, don't you think she's pretty? I'm like, well, she's okay. And and then the other, it was, uh, my niece's roommate and her sister, uh, her, her roommate's sister and you know don't you I'm like well no i kind of think the you know really it's a, so i don't know who knows yeah the no accounting but for see taste.
2: this see i think you're missing the point you're supposed to be appalled when you say oh what no they're horrible you're Way better looking than either of those. Yeah, but that wasn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but see, that's, that's that's what they're trying to do, man. Uh, listen up,
1: men.
0: Married? Wayne's like, giving you some advice yeah, here. See, <laughs>
2: I know how the game's played.
1: All right. Well, <laughs> let, let's get back to. It's uh, never what it seems. Let's get back to Lauren for a minute, because I know, uh, you know, I know that's a topic you want to discuss, and and I you kinda know, kind of want to discuss. Well, it. I mean, look, it, it's been a long time coming. I mean, oh, I've been yeah. dancing around it for how many episodes? But you know that Bo tells Kenzie. That it's really hard having Lauren here and not taking advantage of it, and you yeah, know,
2: especially uh, like last week, she totally brushed her boob against her. Like that's not right fair.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's well, out of bounds. Well, you know, and, and she mentions though, you know, that that <laughs> she mentions it not taking advantage of her while Dyson's hooked up, you know, with yeah. the perfect Kiara. Yeah, and well, it actually
0: kind of bothers me. I don't, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I know she's nice, but she's so nice that she's Kiara. And maybe it's yeah. because uh, I sympathize with Bo more, so obviously, But it, and you want Bo and Dyson to be together, but it's like, she's just annoyingly sweet, and I want her to say a bad word or something. Yeah, I
1: mean, it was interesting, <laughs> you know, the, the, the episode where we got to see their backstory, was that, that was the was last one, last right, one, right, the last week, you know, so we got to see their backstory, and, um, you know, the... Okay, she. I guess she trains warriors and she mends them. And you know, I guess it's one of those where Do Good. Dyson's been in love with his best friend's wife, and you know, she's
2: my best friend's girl.
0: Wow!
1: And she used to be
2: my listeners are
0: we really lucky this time around. Of course,
1: but uh, <laughs> I got one more in me yet.
0: <laughs> Third time's a charm. All
1: right. Well, anyway, you know the the, the other scene. You know, r- right after that is uh, you know the little run in uh with jason and vex right that that uh oh, yeah. right they're trailing jason and vex is trailing them and and uh you know nearly ends in disaster until uh kenzie who was she carrying like the big sword across her back <laughs> is that uh, you know so i'm She's not so sure funny. if that's what she was using yeah but she, uh, she, she well yeah well, it's the one that she had
2: that yeah. thing that was sticking out from her backpack right. the whole time was that the sword i guess yeah
1: that she uh, uh yeah she
2: definitely jams that thing yeah
1: like hello freud yeah. So, <laughs> oh my gosh! So and then uh, okay, and, and, and again, and that's a pretty important scene because then you know he says, "Let's go get a drink," and that's where we pretty much have everything laid out on the table. That's as what I what
2: love he's, about Vex, man, he so, he goes from like one minute being like this psycho
1: killer guy, to like, "All right, let's whatever. go get a drink." First shots on me, and I right. was like, "Okay, right." But we you see, know, like... I mean, but we see how paranoid he is, right? That that uh-huh. that the Morgans trying to bring him down, and. You know, I mean, it's always interesting. You know, like the you know Fey power against Fey power, and you know, it's almost like the rock paper scissors of the <laughs> the Fey world. Whose power is gonna, you know, cause he's pretty powerful.
0: He is, and he's a really likable bad guy. Oh, I think. Oh, he, one he, he's of the totally, most. Totally like usually you you want, you hate him and you want to hate him the whole way through. I don't actually want to hate him. Note to I self: List of
1: likable bad guys. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there that's go. the next
0: list: likable bad guys. Yeah,
2: he's, I mean, he's he's like my favorite character on the show. So, and I, I like obviously, him. I totally agree with you. Like, he's a, and he just totally takes over every scene he's in. You know, like the actor is is awesome.
0: I think it's because um, his character is so round. Like, he's not a flat bad guy. It's not like your stereotypical yeah. bad guy. We actually see other aspects to him. Like you were sure. saying, like you know, well, I'm brah, and then let's go have a beer and all is well
2: yeah and then we he freaking is chained up before right? you know? like you know like this guy's got more facets to him than, know, know. just like yes it's, it's so funny because you know it's just the, the the fact that he's into bondage and domination just is. Like, and then it, Bo
0: comes in and all she she's just like where's the key it's not like what the crap is going on <laughs> here kind of thing well and
1: then, then she says like what are you dressed in? he's just like Hey.
0: Whatever. Like, Whatever. Hey, come
1: on. <laughs> well, you, you're leaving out the best line. I don't want to hurt you, so step away from the pervert. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but, you know, okay, so he's paranoid that that, uh, you know, that the Morgan's trying to get him and bring him down, which, you know, is kind of why would she, you know, unless she perceives him uh, to be a threat to her, which. But, you know, we said how the, the Dark Fae, though, is it's, it's like the mob, right? And yeah. so
2: mm-hmm. you're. Oh, at least as far as I understand the mob from all the movies I've seen.
0: Um, of all the movies you know, you've seen? Like, like, you
2: know, when I was in the mob, there's how it was right No, Obviously, my knowledge of the mob only comes through watching the movies. But in the movies, in the mob, you know, it's like always, you're always watching your back and there's always like, someone you know who who wants the you know wants to be the head guy in charge the capo tutti or whatever uh so you know so that's totally like what the dark fair like you know and so it's no surprise at all that that these two are distrustful of each other and and certainly vex seems like a guy who would crave the morgan's position and certainly the morgan has every right to be uh wary of him and even when they reconcile, it's kind of like the you know smooches type kind of one, and and you know, the very like oh you got to come to my club sometime, and everything that's mm-hmm. like you know that uh, kind of superficial stuff where they really you know they still obviously do not trust each other one bit.
1: Right. Well, speaking of not trusting each other one bit, you know, then uh, Kenzie tells Lauren that if you hurt Bo, I forget what, exactly what she threatens her with, but
2: uh, something about like like some anthropologist years from now is going to find your. <laughs> all busted hidden by she, she just, has
0: the best one-liners like i yeah. feel as if uh a wet wet dog crawled into my mouth and had yeah. puppies like yeah.
2: <laughs> well and, and my favorite line for hers which it's not really it's on the surface not a fantastic one but when she re- realizes that she knows the artist whose work is next to jason's mm-hmm. uh, she goes Oh balls! <laughs> now it's funny in and of itself, but it's also I I think it's probably a shout out to this character on Supernatural, uh, Billy, uh, Billy Singer, who uh, Bobby I'm sorry Bobby Bobby Singer, and uh, and Bobby helps out Sam and Dean all the time, but every that's like his tagline. You know, he's always like, oh balls and everything. So. I don't know if if that really was kind of a shout out to the you know, supernatural. Are you just making up because
0: you years. love Supernatural so much?
1: It, that's possible. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's is there a more annoying character that we've seen than her friend the uh, you know the street artist
0: oh my gosh oh. I tattoo your number above oh. my heart he was heart. hilarious though no, oh, not, no. no. he was oh, a scumbag on. and I was like oh I've met <laughs> so many guys like you and oh. ew and then she was oh my gosh he really did tattoo my number above his <laughs> <my> heart like <laughs> he's calling me oh, what dude.
2: he was I thought he was a riot I uh, thought he was well, yeah I uh, guess so she's like yo obviously you've never read Oliver Twist he's yeah. like
1: but what's he written <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> which kind of speaks to uh, you know? bo has got a little bit of literary knowledge, right? Uh-huh.
0: Well, but
1: you don't need a ton
2: of literary knowledge to know what all the twist is, right? Well, well
0: that dude didn't, right?
2: Well, he was, you know, really out of it. You know, he's one like the sharpest tool in the shed. Which is why he was so funny. I can't believe you guys didn't think he was funny. Yeah. Well, no. obnoxious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no. obnoxious. Uh, well, yeah, but funny, obnoxious. Yeah. All right, whatever. <laughs> uh, right, well, agree. you
1: know, so so we we're, were you know we were talking about uh, you know Kenzie. Pretty much laying it out for Lauren. And then, you know, Lauren shoots right back. You know, if you think, you know, you're going to be her only human friend.
0: Yeah. Then I mean, you're not, really not a friend. Exactly. So. It was a pretty good line. That
1: was a great line. And, and the you know, whether or not Kenzie, you know, processes it or not.
0: Mm-hmm. She she hasn't
2: yet this episode you know didn't so like she's pretty bitter all the way through. Yeah. But I
0: like what she tells Bo at the end like maybe you should let Lauren explain herself. So maybe oh, she did yeah, kind of right, like so by that. the end You're she right. does say like maybe she has a reason and yeah. you should listen to her. And there she is being the mom yeah. again,
3: even though Lauren
2: spy banger. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: she says that's what
2: Kenzie says you know she's like I know you also spy banger for the Ash and broke her heart <laughs> like. <I'm> like <laughs> 5
0: What was the other one you had by her that you really liked? It wasn't the old balls. It was some episode way back, and you liked that one. I don't remember what oh, it was. I have to oh, go.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard to remember because she has so many, like, great lines, and, and Cassini's solo is
1: just she's freaking hilarious, you know. Like, I don't even know where to go after that yeah. one. But, uh, <laughs> all right, you, know, the, but we, you know, we start to get these little tidbits thrown, and, and you know, like, you, you know, Danielle just mentioned, you know, the, the, you know, the line about, uh, you know, giving her a chance to explain. But, you know, the ash storms in with his muscle and, uh, you know, where's Lauren? You know, haven't seen her and all that stuff. It was pretty cool when, this, you know, the muscle has little little Kenzie, you know. Yeah, that was cool. I, that I, You know, we already don't really like Lachlan very much. Yeah. I was
2: starting to get a little bit of sympathy for him, but after that, yep. I'm like, oh, yes, no. Does. But, but no, 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 you but, don't
1: do that to Kenzie. That's, you know, like, you now I'm, I really hate him. Okay, but who is he Who is he showing respect for? Because he doesn't just take, you know, tell his muscle to take Lauren and let's go back. You know, he says, yeah, you've got 24 hours, and I think he says something about respect for Bo. but it's probably more, uh, you know, that he still needs Bo because everybody needs Bo because she's unaffiliated. Yeah. Um, but I was a little surprised that he, you know, let Lauren get away with...
2: But what does he say, right? He says, uh, you're back in 24 hours for your special research project. Good right. art. Yeah. At the time, we don't know, anybody, but in this episode, we know what that special research right. project is. But so that's what he's got on. There, right? You know, like, and uh, apparently, with the old Ash had over her as well. Right? Her girlfriend is in a big bubble. Right? <laughs> A <laughs> <The> big glowing <laughs> bubble. Yeah.
0: Girl in the bubble. Yeah, yeah there you
1: go. Um, so, um, you know, so there it is. Who knows she's going to be back. Right, and right on the heels of that is then the scene where the Morgan tells Bo, oh, "Look, can you, you know, help me? I'll give you the key Jeez. to free, you know, you know, Lauren from the ash." So, I'm not sure what that actually. know, oh, it's in a little box. Whatever it is, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah you mentioned kenzie uh you know most of this episode she's she's she drunk though you know, <laughs> or drunk or hungover. over um <laughs> you know but yeah uh, you know, again even seeing her stand up to the ash and and uh you know, well we, we oh and then we see Bo ask hale about kiara just kind of in and off camera so we don't see dyson at all I mean, no, no i'm actually
0: kind of happy about that because uh, <laughs> All the strain between them—it's Yeah. just—it
1: it is pretty. Uh,
0: it's nice to have a little reprieve from it. Yeah,
2: but I thought it was telling that you know when she needs help, usually she goes to Hale. She goes to Hale, right? Mm-hmm. Usually it's, she gets advice Dyson for any police information she needs, but in this case she goes to Hale. So. Right. And I yeah. like—I
0: really like Hale. Okay. I just—I just there's not a thing I dislike about him. I just think no, he, well, when he like he cures Kenzie's headache, that's just like the funniest thing that. He's capable of doing that.
1: And we had a couple episodes there where, you know, it was sort of like Kenzie and Hale were, yeah, you,
0: were like, hmm. you know, we're,
1: were kind of together there as, uh, you know, the little side sidekicks together. Yeah, but he's yeah. like a siren aspirin. Aspirin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's good. Siren aspirin. Yeah. I like that. You like it? <laughs> All right. <so>. <laughs> <laughs> well, we find out that, uh, you know, Vex is, you know, the, the the Morgan thinks Vex is planning a coup. Which, you know, of course he's not. And, uh, you know, so that everybody's just, everybody's paranoid
3: Mm
2: -hmm. um,
1: except the dark fade. Yeah. The light fade, we don't see them
2: looking over each other's. So it was quite so much. We no. saw a little bit of it, but certainly the Dark Fae, man. Like Every time we see the Dark Fae, they are always plotting against each other. The it's mob. crazy. That's going to be tiring. I wouldn't want to be a Dark Fae just because I'm too lazy to be a Dark Fae. <laughs> like, it is exhausting being a Dark Fae. I oh am paranoid all the time. I don't know like what's going on or who to trust or whatever. I'm, I want to be a Light Fae just so I can get some sleep. Yeah. <laughs> So,
0: unless your superpower happened to be that you didn't need to sleep in order to survive, then there's that. Ooh, that would be, be a good one. Yeah,
2: that'd be good. I could watch a lot more television then.
0: Yeah. See, then that would that would cancel out your need to play video games. Like, uh
2: yeah, but tirelessly I play more video games. Then exactly.
0: Too. See, uh, that should be your superpower. Yeah, and now you have it.
2: So. But see, then you're careful what you wish for, because then you know, <laughs> that's always something like you know you see this show like, oh man, that'd be awesome. if I couldn't sleep. And then you really can't sleep, and then you become some cadaverous like zombie.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, so let's go over, <laughs> let's, go over <laughs> white, let's go over to the white let's go over to the whiteboard here and, and kind okay. of re- revisit. So we've got now we've got um, Dyson and Kiara. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I mean, is that is, is that okay? No. <laughs> Uh, meant meant to last or just a brief fling. I mean, he's been, you know, kind of- his love is gone.
2: Like
0: he's, no, he's no, no his people. love
1: for Bo. No, 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 no but he- But, but, but remember, wolves mate for life. Exactly. Right? So
0: then that would mean oh. his love in general is gone.
2: Bam. Okay. They said that. They said that before. Yeah. Okay. We, this is, we've been over this before. Okay. All right. <laughs> you need to listen to our old podcast.
1: All right. So we have- uh, <laughs> Then we have Bo and Lauren. Yes. Okay. okay. Meant to meant to last or okay. See,
0: I just say bound to go wow wow. I have to go off on this long okay. weird choo choo train? It's got to be like background music, right? Oh god.
2: Gotcha. <laughs> all right. Um, uh, doubtful, I mean, obviously, because Lauren kind of has a girlfriend. So okay. In a bubble, glowing in a bubble. in a bubble, bubble girl. So like the bubble boy. You ever see that episode of Seinfeld?
1: Uh, oh my gosh. Mm, I probably have, since I think I've yeah. seen them all. At oh some yeah, point. I remember
2: the bubble boy, where they're yeah. playing. Trivial pursuit with George and and the answer oh is gosh, the Moors. And George goes, nope. The answer is the Moops. And he's like, let <laughs> me see that card. It's a misprint. You, it. it's supposed to be the Moors. He's like, nope. It says the Moops. You know, so he, the guys in the bubble. He doesn't let him win. In Trivial pursuit.
1: <laughs> All right. Oh, I well, love that show. I love that. Show. All right. Well, anyway, so you know, so they leave us off with uh, you know a pretty uh, pretty strong cliffhanger that uh, you know that that. That we know now what's going on. Bo doesn't. And, and Well, I mean, she doesn't know the complete story. Right. Yeah. She knows
2: I mean, that, that Lauren has a girlfriend. Right.
0: Once again, she feels betrayed.
2: Girlfriend right. Be- in a coma. Because she assumes the girlfriend's not I in know. a coma.
0: Hmm?
1: <laughs> she assumes the girlfriend's not in a coma. Yes. Um, right. But- right. Because, yeah, why would you think that? But,
2: <laughs> yeah, then again- she must be wondering, well, where is this girlfriend? Cause, you yeah, know, like cause she's, she's not here. Lauren's been kind of crashing my pad for a couple of days now and... No one's, you know, there's, there hasn't been any phone calls or text messages or anything. So. Right. And
0: that one scene, though, with Lauren and Nadia, it was, I, I don't know, it was weird when she was telling her, like, you should meet Bo, you would really like her. I'm mm-hmm. like,
2: Yeah, if you uh, mean weird as in cliche like, and, and ridiculous and they should have not done yeah. that scene, then yes, it was very weird. I'm
0: like, yeah. I, I don't like this part. I don't want this in here. I think yeah. we could have just dealt with a silent scene and then moved to where, well, maybe Lauren needs to explain herself with Kenzie and just leave it be silent and let it speak for itself.
2: Absolutely. That's what I would have done. Not agree Could not agree more. Cannot agree more. Yeah. Cause I was watching this. I'm like, please man. That's like, and I, I see why they do it. They do it because they want to show that Lauren is conflicted and that she really does. She's not playing Bo that she really, that there's no deviousness. You know, they want to kind of establish for us right away that no, Lauren is not being devious and underhanded that her girlfriend's in the coma and, but she does have feelings for Bo and she's conflicted.
1: And so she's not trying to play Bo. Well, but, nor is Bo trying to play her. Right? Yeah. I mean, right. It's like, you know, this can't be about you getting over Dyson. So. True. Okay. So, true that. True that. Okay. But yeah, you're right. The, the, and that's the all way we're going to say about it that scene. Just,
2: was completely not subtle. And they, they, they should have, I, I like your idea. Like saying, just have her silently looking. And so we get the information. All right. She's in a coma. Oh, Okay. Well, so that might be why there's this conflict. That's why she's not, you know, being completely forthcoming with Bo. Yeah. We could have got that. We didn't have to hear We could have read between the lines. Bo's a really nice person. Like, come on, man.
1: (laughs) So. All right. Anything else about that episode? Nope. All right. Don't think so. All right. Well, I guess we were going to have to do this sooner or later. Um. Oh well, oh, one thing we forgot to mention: right. how they got Jason Uh-oh. hot bitch rehab. Oh, <laughs> oh
2: yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like that. I just feel that was such another great uh, Kenzie line that you had to throw that out. So, all
1: right, well, you you can only delay it so long. Okay, so that uh, what what we said we were going to talk about this week was the pilot for American right, Horror hold Story. On, hold on, before, before on.
2: we do that, all right? I have ca- we, you forgot about Segment X? I did. Yeah. Oh, oh Segment X, segment I forgot. X. Right, which I actually, I, I think I might have come up with a name for it. Okay. I'm going to try it out this Uh-oh. week. We'll see how it works. If, when I listen to it, we'll see how, how it sounds. But I'm going to call it the Nerdatorium. Okay. Good? No, Danielle's not laughing. All right, no. maybe, we have to come, maybe we'll stick with Segment X. Nerdatorium? <laughs> is
0: Nerdatorium. that where people have nergasms?
2: Ah, good one. <laughs> uh, no, this is where I talk about nerdy stuff that was in the show. That's like referred to in there, like oh, the mythology and folklore. And dear gosh, was <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that kalua or whatever Kahula? 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Kahula. We talked about Kahula last week too. Well,
0: so what are the random nerd facts? Okay, well,
2: the first one is what uh, what the Morgan is. The type of face she's is, she's is a, a lean on she what? lean on she when, when you're, you're not, not sure. <laughs> I'll be your friend. <laughs>
0: I don't think she will be your friend. <laughs> She'll pretend to be your friend. <laughs>
2: so anyway, here is actually William Butler Yeats wrote about the Leon Shi, And this is straight from Yeats, from Irish fairy and Folk tales. He said, the Leon Shi <laughs> seeks the love of mortals. If they refuse, she must be their slave. If they consent, they are hers and only escape by finding another to take their place. The fairy lives on their life and they waste away. Death is no escape from her. She is the Gaelic muse for she gives inspiration to those. She persecutes the Gaelic poets die young for she is restless and will not let them live long on earth. This malignant phantom.
0: Bum, bum, bum,
2: bum, bum, WBA there. So, so yeah. So with that, there's actually the one part there where, uh, when trick tells them what a Leon she is and he says, how they, they feed off of, uh, they, they give inspiration to artists, but then they drive them crazy. And then, uh, Kenzie says, um, you know, basically
3: like.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're like 10 pages of notes over there. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um,
2: but, you know, Kenzie basically said, well, you know, any like uh, rock stars that we might. Uh, that oh, we might right, right, oh right. right. Oh, right. yeah. Right. So I figured I'd put out there as a good question. Who do you think? Uh, yeah, that's Kurt Cobain, number one. that was the
0: first thing I thought of
2: Kurt Cobain was definitely number one With uh, um, Courtney Love You know,
1: his relationship She she could very well be a Leon Okay Anyone else you might? Uh, I can't th- remember his name uh, One of these 80s musicians that hung himself Because Hang. it's not oh, Michael Hutchins Yeah Yeah, yeah. Right Because I mean, right. it's, it's not going to be somebody like You know, but he was, Hendrix Those that guys in, that died of drug overdoses Oh yeah Was that- I, I thought that
2: it was like kind of an auto
1: autoerotic. It, it was, it's but gone, s- gone wrong. But still, I mean, something that that led
0: to the, led yeah. him to yeah.
1: do that, you know, as opposed to well, plain kind of, masturbation
2: just wasn't good enough.
1: You know, I <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> He's stepping it up. <laughs> okay, well, I threw out a couple other names out there that could be. Now, John Lennon didn't kill himself, but you know, there are many people out there who, and Paul McCartney recently said unfairly, uh, J D. Know, Salinger did. Oh yeah.
1: Treat, He killed himself. No, he killed John Lennon.
2: Oh, right, right. Because yeah, the Mark David Chapman. Okay, Okay, gotcha. (laughs) Sid Vicious, another one. Though people would, you know, maybe dispute whether he was could be considered an artist or not. I'm a big Sex Pistols fan, so yeah. But uh, you know, certainly. Not gonna sing us anything. No.
3: No. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Please, dear God. (laughs) Did
1: see Sid and Nancy though.
2: Yep. Yep. Sid and Nancy. That's a great movie. Yep. So, Sid Vicious, another possibility there. Jim Morrison, another possibility for someone who was driven mm-hmm. mad. And then again, whether, you know, there's people who say Jim Morrison's not even dead. But I think if he were still alive, he probably might have, you know, released another album by now. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Elvis, who's another possibility as being.
0: Actually, I was thinking of him too.
2: As a, a rock star who could have been possibly under the influence of the Leon Chi Priscilla. Um, so that's it so that's for the the, the leon chi uh the other one was a, a, a saniata which is what uh they say bianca is but i really couldn't she's one of those ones where you look it up and everything that pops up about it it just comes back to lost girl you know like I, know. I couldn't find any um, external references to it you know outside lost girl so that is this week's
1: nerdatorium all right now you really can't delay it any further. No, now, now okay. is the time. All right, so uh, American Horror Story. Um, now you actually watched the show, right? I watched the entire season, oh, first wow.
0: season. And I watched the pilot of the second. I watched okay. the first episode of the second season. Okay, so all the- I can
2: say is because I know that you will never babysit my children.
1: Okay? <laughs> well, let me let me just give a little bit of background. Okay, so the pilot aired on October fifth, two thousand eleven, and uh, the. The season one takes place in the present, and I believe it's twelve episodes. And, 12 and season episodes, yeah. two, it's a completely new cast of characters. I,
0: well, they keep it's a different Jessica scenario, Lambert but is. they keep a lot of the same actors and actresses. Oh, okay.
1: And it takes place in nineteen sixty four. Uh, I guess they're midway through season two. It's already been renewed for season three, so you know.
0: Um. I'm intrigued by it. I know that it's psychologically messed up, but I think that it's so. Different from everything else that's on TV, which is why I'm nope. engaged by nope. it. Because I mean I, there's nothing else I've watched that's anything near what this is. And that's why and I watch it because I'm like it's one of the it's like a train wreck. You're just watching mm-hmm. like, I can't stop. What is wrong with me? Like there is something psychologically wrong with me for watching this, but it's like it's just
2: Yeah. I we saw we I was talking about this with Danielle yesterday. I'm like, it is that was one very, very compelling show. No question about it. And about halfway through it, I'm like, wow, this is, I'm really liking this show. You know, I'm like, all right, thinking maybe I'll go out by the DVD because I want to see the rest of season one. By the end, I'm like, I was like shaking. <laughs> I'm like, I, don't, I had to go I, take a shower. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to go just curl like up and suck my thumb and just say Bobby. And just like, yeah, like I don't want anything to do with this show. But now I'm starting to think maybe I do want to see the rest of the well, season. Well,
1: one. You know, the interesting thing, you got some relatively big name actors. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, oh, yeah. obviously Jessica Lange. And yep. I, I read something, you know, after we did this. Uh, you know, where she said that, you know, ordinarily she wouldn't even consider doing television because it's such a big commitment. But these, you know, okay, twelve episodes, that's doable. And you know, like we've talked about a lot of these genre shows, 10 to 13, uh, you know, in terms of keeping the plot nice that's, and that's tight. A nice number. But yeah. it does enable you to maybe get some of these, you know, um, uh, you know, Dylan McDermott. I mean, he's relatively. No, no yeah, that's, yeah, that's, you that's, know? I was
2: yeah, when I saw it, I'm like, right. Dylan McDermott, really? Because I mean, once you kind of are in the movies, yeah.
1: A lot of times you you don't go back, right? Know. And then Connie Britton, who he, she, for me, she's one of those people that you know I know her, but I you know I had to see her name in the credits before I. Uh, well, she's
2: in Nashville right now, so oh, okay. I, I guess we. I assume she's not in season two of of American Horror Story. Only, I, I
0: think I, I think I only watched, like, the first two episodes. Yeah. They snagged Adam well, I mean, Levine clearly, of you, Maroon 5 for the second season, which is why I watched the first episode because, well, you know what? You've been able to talk about, like, your actors, your actresses, like, getting nude on the set. Let me tell you what, Adam Levine, hot in that. I was actually surprised that that was aired on, like, FX, like, it's on, like, not yeah, HBO or something. Right. Some of the stuff they actually yeah, let I slide. I know who
1: Maroon 5 is. Yes. All right.
0: <laughs> The he Julius. was actually on The Voice, right? Yep. He was one of the judges. My dad so. loves God. him too. Um, but
1: you know, so, okay. <laughs> so, so, so the episode opens with these two uber creepy twins <laughs> <Kids. gasps> yeah. who go are
0: go. not sympathetic characters oh, at all. No, 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 no. Well,
1: they're 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 the, totally the cliche
2: of like the. I mean, I think probably everyone. I don't, I don't know why it's the red haired kid with with uh, uh, braces and, right. and and everything. But I think everyone probably
1: knows this kid, right? There was like a, a bully or mm-hmm. a, a yep. mean kid in all of our lives, and they look just like those well, twins. Well, now. i got to tell you both. I'm not going to mention this person's name on the air, but we work with this person. And if you go to this person's uh, office and look at his picture from high school, uh-huh tell me he doesn't look uh, exactly like both of those twins. Okay. Oh my uh, gosh. Now, okay. But, but one of the big points for me though was, I mean, what do you think about, you know, you know at first the, uh, I, I guess she has down syndrome mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. that, you know, on the one hand it's like, Adelaide, oh, oh, that's, that's pretty bad exploiting, you know? And on the other hand, it's like, that's great. You know, I mean, she, she's an actress and, and, you know, and, and I finally came to the conclusion that just, for the story, oh, it was perfect. I mean, and
0: she sees through everything, yeah. and I think that's one of the things. Like with her character, she sees through. Yeah. Like, I mean, she can even see the twin boy ghosts behind Jessica Lang at one point, and she's laughing at them and pointing because she sees them. And I think that because I don't, I don't know. I think that, yeah, I think it was a perfect choice to have her. Yeah.
1: Now, um, I, I looked on. You know, when I was looking online, uh, she does have a brother. In subsequent episodes, but we don't see him in the pilot, right? No. Okay, um, but yeah, she was awesome. So you know the whole thing. Don't go in you, there, or you're you'll gonna die. regret it. And I love you the know? boys.
0: They're like, uh, "Well, if we're gonna be fine. We have a baseball bat." Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, dude, you'll be fine. You have a baseball bat. <laughs> so.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah, and they start smashing up the place, and you just—I mean—and they—they like,
0: look at the like the dying dog, and they're like that's cool. I'm like, ew. Yeah. What is you two are like future serial killers? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, no longer. Is, well, actually, yeah. yeah. Right. It looks like yeah.
2: It seems like they still are, you know, like right. Ugh. So, but yeah, those those kids are. But yeah, you you don't And see that's the thing is that I would then go even further to say that there's not one single sympathetic character on that show. Not I one think character. Jessica
0: Lang is. What? I I I I she is. She's the <laughs> I think she's girl. a sympathetic character though. I really do. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: I don't think so at all. I do. She's awful. She's like, she just comes what? in. She's like all like, like Southern and stuff. And mm-hmm. like, you know, well, just like snobby. And there go like, the Southern like, listeners. Yeah, <laughs> all five of them. <laughs> uh, but, you know. But she,
0: she's, mu- actually, I can't since I know But I know, more. Like, yeah, I know no. without
2: sp- giving up spoilers that maybe in a future episode she might. But in this I- episode, Isolation, yeah, I don't, you know, I, I think she was just, she was pretty, pretty horrible. And then, you know, and so then you say, well. All right, you heartless bastard. What about the lady who had the miscarriage, right? Well, she
0: actually, I think she's the most sympathetic character, is the the wife. Yeah, because it's well, because she bangs the gimp.
2: She has sex with the gimp. And she, right, she thinks it's her husband, but she, she realizes, I'm pretty sure she realizes halfway through that it wasn't her husband because that she's all messed up about it afterwards. And how about this one? They haven't had sex in a year. And twice in one day, seriously? And like yeah, that whole like oh you ready for round two? I was like, did she just say that? (laughs) (laughs) Did she really just say that? Like did someone someone took a pen or typed that line down, like, seriously? Well, I really
0: do think she's. I think the wife is the most sympathetic character, yeah, I mean, and the and the, the goes, teenage girl. I think she is too. Because oh, I mean, look at her parents, though. Yeah, I mean, her parents. Look at what she's living with. It's a really twisted.
2: Yeah. But still, she's. Yeah. You know, she's she's she's, she's twisted though. Well, like, but
0: look at her home life. I yeah, mean, it's kind of yeah, understandable. Look at her boyfriend. Yeah, if yeah, you went oh to call god. him a
2: boyfriend. Ew. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He is. Oh my god.
2: <laughs> but see, that's what I'm saying. There's there's Ugh. no one here that's straight up. Okay, we'll give you Completely. that. Yes, yes, that I will you give you that. Like, no one you know, who's there's, everyone in the show is damaged. Yeah, Dylan McDermott. I think that's the point. Probably more so than anyone. And listen, I'm gonna put this out here. I don't need to see, and I know it's because I'm a guy, and I know this is sexist, but I just do not need to see that much but male behind male <laughs> <laughs> you
3: know?
0: i don't even need to see that much male behind you know? and
2: then the whole thing where he starts jerking off and that, like, that 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 was
0: uncomfortable like for me i'm like i'm gonna go yeah. get a drink of water now
2: <laughs> that was just like oh and then man. he looks
0: out and he sees and the man sees the guy he gets busted
2: doing it that's the worst ever man like you know like because you know it was almost like that 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 post coidal kind of you know shame and he looks out
1: and there's a guy watches him it's just like
2: you know and then he ends up talking to that guy later oh now, yeah let's have doesn't a conversation his daughter
1: walk in at one
0: well, she walks in when he's with the maid now what about oh, right. this whole the maid though that because you see he sees the maid differently than the right. daughter yeah. and the wife do
2: and i'm just gonna put this out there that after like he sees the the maid by herself you know um I think after wings? that, I actually became strangely attracted to even the older version. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right. Can, can I just like cut in here? Just, just, and, and not, Save us well, from well, the sand. No, well, no, no, not so much that. Just Dave I re- knows what I'm talking about. Because I realize, well, I realize what we've done here is that, you know, so for somebody that hasn't seen this at all, uh, I mean, okay, okay, so so what we see, you know, we the, the two boys, it's like 1978. They're trashing the house with the baseball mm-hmm. bats. Fast forward to the future, you know, Dylan McDermott, you know, his wife, his teenage daughter, and they're, you know, with the real estate agent looking at the house. And it's like, you know, we really like it, you know, but why is it so cheap? Well, you know, because of course, you know, what, somebody die in here? Well, yeah, as a matter well, of fact. Right. Yeah. 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 So so
2: Well you know, and that lady was actually on um I don't know how many I know like I started watching I watched Desperate Housewives. I know. What? The first season I did, I actually watched Desperate Housewives. And that and that label. You must was on have been it. desperate. And she played a uh, like kind of like a, a snoopy neighbor. She's a very evil uh type character. Eh. So when you see her there, you're just like, Oh yeah, it's like she was really creepy and evil on Desperate Housewives and she's kinda of creepy as the real estate agent there.
0: True.
1: All right. Well, anyway, so 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 we see them, you know. So okay, so they're buying a house in which, you know, there were, you know, we we know no good is come going to come of that. And then we learn that the reason this family has moved to begin with is to start fresh after the husband has an affair and uh, with one
0: of his students. With one
1: of his students. Now, albeit she you know i guess he's a college professor so she's hope. at least 21 it looks like but uh, <laughs> but anyway so so you know the family's damaged even before oh, yeah. moving into this house um and then again all the things we just were talking about a few minutes ago or or what happens after that so now i
0: think for me the most important line in this particular episode was with the doctor when the wife was in with the doctor and the doctor tells her that her body is like a house and that she has to like work on the foundation of it because that just ties into so many other parts of the episode because it's like you know it might look nice on the outside but what's most important is the foundation otherwise everything's going to crumble and I felt like that really tied well into the whole idea that they're getting a new house and, well, its foundation looks like it is a little off kilter.
2: Yeah, well, especially when you go down to the actual basement of the house. Where oh, the yeah. Is, that's where all the really messed up stuff happens.
0: Yep. Yeah. Like with Tate.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, so. And the
0: dad's a psychiatrist and he's working out of his house no. and then we meet Tate, who's one of his patients. Yeah. Well, that's a yeah.
2: guy,
1: the kid's named Tate. Yeah, can, boy Tate. And, yeah and of course his daughter is attracted to her you know we're not Violet. sure what, what she, or you know is she attracted to him because she knows it'll piss off her father
0: probably of you course know. um
1: the and i love boy.
0: the, but i my, I think my favorite line though is when the dad says i'm glad we didn't name you what we were going to name you and she's like what was that and she was like sunshine because <laughs> she is not sunshiny at all
2: uh, no but no, no. She's like just walking through school Like smoking and stuff I'm like that You know That is not acceptable In this day and age You know Like I know they're yeah. trying to show She's a rebellious and everything But you know Like when the kids are like There's no smoking here I'm like yeah, dude. Where are you doing? Like, what do like, you think? It's 1977, man. Come on.
0: And she was like, "Oh, you know, talking about the East Coast and you know, blah 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 blah." I'm like, I don't even know of anywhere on yeah. the East Coast. Yeah. Like, actually, I expect you N- more New on New the West York Coast you came where you are. Smoking
2: bars. Well, in Baltimore too. You yeah, he smoking bars.
1: So you can't walk into the school smoking a cigarette. Were you kidding me? On the other hand, uh, are we really going to believe that uh, the other teenage girls are going to, you know, have so much invested in their school that they're going to, uh, you know. Beat The crap out of her because she's you know, but ah, it's okay, yeah, yeah. She, defi- hats, she definitely gets back it. at the girl, she's
2: trying to look like uh, who's that, that punky Brewster, right? Yeah, I always wore the hats, right? That is <laughs> that's what That's what I saw, like, she looks like punky Brewster,
1: <laughs> all right. So, anyway, so, so you know, look, it is what it is, okay. It, it, it is called American. Um, I was having this argument though with my wife the other day, how do you pronounce H O R R O R horror? Horror. horror, horror, horror. Yeah, maybe because I'm from Baltimore. Horror, but horror? American horror horror story. <laughs> right. So it is a horror. I mean, and, and look, does it fulfill that? Uh, yeah. Does it ever? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Well, that's so,
2: it, it's because it is. It is horrific. It is yes. yep. Everyone is so effed up. Right, <laughs> like, right. Everything is just so messed up. Everything is so bad. All these characters are so damaged and their lives are so like she's pregnant but is he the dad is yeah. the gimp the dad you know it's like you know i'm well, yeah. I mean but when i say the gimp right yeah the guy in okay. the black suit yeah because yeah. like from okay all right yeah. just to make sure yeah. anyway so you know and, she, and and she you know i think like i said i'm pretty like they haven't said it outright but i'm pretty sure she realized halfway through that little encounter that it wasn't her husband and yeah, you know, in that suit um or was it you know because even right. then like that's the thing like the whole the way the 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 show's edited and all the flash mm-hmm. and the, the jump cuts like yeah he's down in the in the kitchen holding his hand over the fire you know Jessica Lang comes in and says it's not your time yet yeah. that was creepy right <laughs> um but Everything at the same but and then you know so it, it cuts from him to her having sex but that doesn't necessarily mean those two things are happening at the same it's time true. so you know it, so but i mean obviously we're led to believe that it's not him but that's not necessarily the truth, you know. I mean, everything has jumped around. It was really interesting the the, the way they handled the narrative here, mm-hmm. um, in that nonlinear fashion. I thought was was you know really pretty cool how they did that. So
0: the part with because uh, Constance, that's who's Jess- Jessica Lange's char- character is okay. Constance. What an interesting name mm-hmm. for a character like her. But the maid, whose name is like Mora
2: Mora th- Mora,
0: th- yeah. yeah. And she tells her, "Don't make me kill you again." Yeah,
2: again, don't make me kill you again. I was like, "Well, I mean, and obviously, there's something really weird." And and this goes to show that if if you buy a weird old house, and some weird old lady shows up wanting to be the caretaker, uh, you should under no circumstances hire her. Um, But I also say, like, do they not communicate? Like, at no point does does like the, the dude say, "Wow, that." you know our, our new caretaker is really hot and young and
1: you know and his wife said um
2: she's
0: an what? old woman <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like
1: don't they, don't they ever talk like how does that escape well, you, we know what she was from did you ever watch six feet under uh, the, the young, young wait so the, the young no, 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 no or the, the, older, the older one okay yeah she was you know well clearly not i mean it was one oh, of well, the... i saw like uh i don't know if i saw all season
2: one i saw some episodes okay so one.
1: it was one of the one of the first, uh, you know, HBO or Showtime, I forget which one, you know, series on there, the family that they live in a funeral parlor, and that's the family Well, they owned business. a funeral parlor. Right. Yeah. And that the mo- uh, she, she played them. She was a mother? She was Oh, mother. okay. I knew she looked married, yeah. so that's, yeah. Okay. But uh, anyway, you know, look, I mean, is it horror in the sense, have you seen any of the Saw movies?
0: Yeah. I stopped watching them after like the first or second, just see, because the, it's like, they feel like they're all the same. I mean, I
1: only saw the first one and I stopped, I didn't see the last like six minutes. As I'm I'm not gonna watch this guy cut off his foot to get so you know, I mean it's not horror. In like, like the that.
0: bloody gory sense. It's but more in a like, way it's
1: worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh yeah. Ten the
0: macabre. When she's talking about like that they had a funeral for the for the baby and everything, and it's just I mean, and yeah. actually the word she used, macabre, that's like actually what I think of for the whole show itself mm-hmm. in so, fact. I mean,
1: you know, for for, you know, mainstream television, and I mean I know it's not a... You Know ABC, NBC, CBA. what network is it on anyway? FX, FX okay, yeah. yep, because they so, say shithead, right? Um, <laughs>
0: which I was really surprised by, <laughs> and, yeah. they, well, and they show that. And
1: all naked the nudity bottoms, yeah. And, everything, yeah, and so, um, but uh, and the
2: sex scenes, you wouldn't see that on
0: holy cow, no, on um, not on the TV. CW, that's yeah. for sure, <laughs> yeah.
1: yep. so you know. F- for what it is, I mean, you know, if you're into this, I mean, it's, you know, I might give it a 10 out of 10. I mean, you know, in terms of yeah. uh, creepiness and and, and just... Because
0: um, it's horror in the sense of... Yeah. It's unsettling. Oh, that's mm-hmm, what it is. Yeah. Like, that's the word I Un- give to it, is that it's unsettling. Word. Deeply unsettling, yes. I would say. I think that it's really well done, though, how mm. they weave everything together. And like you were saying, like the narrative structure, I think mm. that's really well done. And mm. I just, I had to keep watching it just to figure out how everything pieced together. Okay, so you was... saw
1: all of season one, uh-huh. and you've been all of season two.
0: Well, I've, I've watched a few of them. I just okay. don't remember when it's on right okay. now, but I've gone back and like watched oh. some of the episodes. And it's nice,
1: because there's only about maybe six episodes yeah. into it, so... Yeah um yeah
2: and you know i just as far as you like i'm kind of torn it's like do i want to watch the rest of season one or not i mean it's really very good but so unsettling so disturbing yes i kind of want to know what what's going on though but on the other hand i know that nothing's good is going to come out of this it's not like there's not going to be a happy ending here it's not like at the end gonna be oh we have a a new baby boy and our family is happy and now we're going to all move back to the east and where we're all going to get along and yeah, you know, it's like no. There, you know, it's this this is definitely leading down to the you know, the father killing his whole family and then himself or something What's like that. What's interesting
0: though is that they call it American horror story, but in so many American horror stories there is actually a happy ending or a resolution. It's right. really mm-hmm. other countries that have mm-hmm. like this kind of horror story. Yeah. Yeah, it's not the really an ending, American ending, the Hollywood well, yeah. ending,
2: right, where it's always got to have the happy ending. Like Fringe is going to have
1: I'm not so convinced of that. Yeah, but, it's gonna uh, happen. Okay. Um, so, anything else we want to say about American Horror Story? Yeah, just uh, you know, stay away. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just I've never been so
2: uh, just emotionally like kind of uh, messed up by a show. It you know? Twisted. Just, like, it's twisted.
1: Yeah. Like it's really just oh yeah. So I mean, you'll either look, you'll either love it or it will. You know, disturb you, and you yeah. probably won't come back. Well, so and, and probably both. I think, like
2: Danielle, you know, I mean, you like it, but it disturbs you. Probably part of the reason why you like it is because it disturbs you. I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. and I, because I love horror movies, and mm-hmm. I, I, I like suspenseful horror movies. I mean, mm-hmm. the ones that make me shudder, like The Strangers. I watch that stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't really know why, to mm-hmm. be honest. Stephen King says we watch horror movies because um, we're all mentally ill. He actually has an essay about why we crave horror movies. And that's Ah. like what he argues is that we're all like a little bit mentally ill. And that's what it is. Very interesting.
2: Well, and it's also funny because I I said this to Danielle yesterday. I'm like, well, you know, the guy who made, because she's like, well, the guy who makes this must be really messed up. I'm like, yeah, it's the guy who does Glee. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, what? I'm like, yeah, Ryan Murphy. (laughs) does glee and so, then he he made american horror so unexpected. story so it's just like i think the
0: guy that made this i would think it'd be the same one who did uh the human centipede like right. that kind of, of course scene. i would
1: argue glee is more messed up than this but then <laughs> <could be>. I, <laughs> I really me. haven't seen glee but no, it doesn't it seems like it's no. kind of different from, from this i know thing. i you know i make so much fun of it and i've never i haven't seen a minute of it so yeah oh well um all right anything else uh I guess we 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 never know what we want to do next. Um, so whether we want to watch a a pilot of something next, or whether we want to do a list, or whether we'll figure it out and uh,
0: likable bad guys.
1: Well, yeah, we could do yeah. that. We could you do a list do next.
2: Should we do bad guys? Bad guys. Go- of characters. course, we have four
1: days off from work, so we do have time to watch some things. <laughs> yeah. Um But uh,
2: well, let's. How, how about we'll do like uh, you know. Yeah, likable villains and villainesses that are, yeah, in some way, yeah, yeah likable, compelling, something like that. Okay, yeah. all right, sounds good.
1: good. I like that. All right, and we're, so we're going to be doing uh, both dudes and chicks. <laughs> yes. Okay. Dudes and dudes. All ends. right. All right. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I guess that's going to do it for episode twenty. Can you make believe we made it to twenty? I know. Oh, God, this is this is crazy. Especially if somebody with a fear what? of commitment. It's oh, no, <laughs> a lot of work. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, it's funny, I was listening to uh the Sci Fi Diner, which is another podcast that, that I listen to. Do you listen to that at all? I mean no, you would you would say Okay. Me. I think I maybe gave you the one episode. Sci fi Diner, and you know, they're two guys, yeah, who knows, indeterminate in age, but obviously they have families and kids and all that and they were talking about you know, uh, so, you know, we've been, you know, we've been lucky. We, you know, we got two episodes recorded this week and, you know, now ordinarily we record every Thursday, but, uh, Miles, I don't know about you, but I'm kind of afraid to tell my wife that, uh, we're going to record a podcast, uh, Thanksgiving night. So, uh, you know, so, you know, it, it is, I mean, it's a big time commitment and, uh, you know, our spouses are very understanding. Of course, I always pull yeah. out the line, you know what? I could be at a bar drinking. True. Yeah. You know. True. That's a tough one to argue We against. should do yeah. this no. from a bar drinking. That'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, uh, <laughs> drop us a line at fatalistspodcast at gmail.com. You can go to the website, fatalist.podbean.com. And look, at the website, there's this huge tab over to the right side that says, leave a voicemail. Click the damn tab. Leave us a voicemail. Okay? <laughs> we know you guys have opinions, and we would love to they hear might them. do it if you don't sound so... Angry, angry yell at him.
0: <laughs> like
2: last week like Dave was like yelling at him. I can't believe Maybe you right should
0: there. sing them a song, Wayne. De- write
1: them, Yes. Leave me wow. a
0: voicemail. Call Me Maybe. You can Le- sing Call Me Maybe. Oh no. <laughs> no. So leave
1: you a if maybe. you want Wayne to sing, then fine. Ignore the tab. Okay. But click the tab. Even if you leave the voicemail, please tell Wayne to stop singing. <laughs> But anyway, we will see you soon, and uh, I got nothing. (laughs) You're listening to episode 20 of Fadeless, a podcast devoted to the Showcase Network Supernatural series, Lost Girl, now also appearing on Sci-Fi. My name's Dave. I'm here, as always, with Wayne, and we got Danielle back in the studio, which has been long awaited. So how you doing, and what are you watching?